Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it! It's time for episode 625 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint, Chanaka, and Trishmish 2022. On the road to summer 2023, I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart link later, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett Morris, a.k.a. Star. What's up, Star? What's up, Howard? Are you feeling the Christmas spirit? The Chanukah sure spirit? Yeah, I actually have echo on my voice for some reason I can't figure out whatsoever. Okay. So I feel like I'm on a sleigh riding through the air <laughs> about to deliver gifts. This is always good for the listeners. Yeah. To hear about a sound issue that they are not hearing. You're right. But you yeah. know what? Speaking of sound, on this past week's Two Charted, we yeah. got into some great stuff about this band called The Raven Age, oh, which yeah. is a uh, English band that sounds completely American, which is, you know, we were kind of saying pretty shitty. They're supposed to take it right. and do something with it. It sounded like three doors down American, you know, Idaho rock. Yeah. Very yeah. Idaho. I was thinking shite rock. Maybe we call that shite rock when it's from England, but it's just not good enough to be yes, English. But it's shite. It's taking it's all shite. the wrong influences. Can I come in it, with a? Uh, well, here he comes now. Let's all introduce right. him. Well, we got to introduce this guest. Hey, I, I got a new way to intro guests. Tell me if it works out. Okay. 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 Love it. Did you remember this guest from episode five eighty four? Oh. He's been off the charts for forty one weeks. Wow. Here he comes now, a very funny man and great comedian in bed, Brooks <laughs> Whelan. Boom. Fun. How do you guys? Uh, well, yeah. I, I just, so I had something to add about uh, Christmas in England. Oh, yeah. It, it, so that's why I jumped in. I was like, ooh, I can, I can add to this. Absolutely. I don't like, I don't like how they say happy Christmas. I think that's fucked up. Uh, yeah. Because Yeah, why can't Mary, it be Mary? Yeah, we Wait, like Mary seems they, very British. Do they all say that? Uh, I thought that was just the John Lennon song. No, I like he was just being cute with it. That's they, what they what, say over there, dude. Watch Harry Potter. They're like Happy Christmas, Harry, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Because like, I thought we were doing something British, you know? And it's like they right. say Happy. I wonder if we go over there for their and they're just like Merry Birthday. And I'm like, right. no, you fucking <laughs> right, right. Like, Mary stop Summer. it. Stop it. <laughs> we agree to be weird with this one holiday and you're like, Feliz New Year's. Yeah, th yeah. That's the one time we sound British is when we say exactly. Merry Christmas. Exactly. Come on. I don't, I don't like it. I don't Just, like it. I'm with you. I don't you. like it But either. I also got to say, it serves anybody right for going over there in wintertime. Like, they don't have a good climate <laughs> even in summer. Why would you go yeah. there in December? It's kind of crazy. Merry New Ooh. Year. By the way... Uh, Yep. Speaking of speaking of cold weather, apparently this is going to be the coldest winter in some people's lifetimes, like in like Texas and other places around. So I talked to my brother in up. Iowa. My brother in Iowa is wow. going to be negative forty this this weekend. That's insane. Wow. What are you supposed to do? You stay inside and you fucking regret it. You're just like, fuck. Um, yeah, but that's like with wind chill. Like that's like, it's insane. Yeah, it gets that cold like twice a year up there. You know what? That's what toughened up Brock Purdy. 
49ers quarterback, right? Oh, yeah. That's he's right. from Iowa State. He's from Iowa State. Yeah, I thought you were going to say yeah. Slipknot. That's why they're so mad. Oh, yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. They both so like to say. That's why they're wearing those masks to keep warm. Yeah. yeah they yeah. both got things on their head. Hey, I always uh, had a, I always had a beef Iowa with Iowa State or Iowa? Which one I'm are you? Iowa. I'm Iowa. Oh, gotcha. But I had a beef with Slipknot growing up because they were from Ankeny, like, and Ankeny <laughs> is a suburb of Des Moines. And I was okay. like- I fucking wish oh, I was from go. Ankeny. This is the we <laughs> is it we nice? visited there. Well, uh, compared to where the fuck I grew up, like we okay. went and wrestled against Ankeny one time, and I just remember they had new <laughs> new drinking fountains, and I was like, this place is fucking incredible. They got Whoa. new drinking fountains. Slipknot has no reason to be as angry as they are. <laughs> By the way, when you say intimidated by Ankeny and their fancy fountain, when you say uh, we wrestled them, I just picture in Iowa that it's not even school wrestling team or anything. It's just town to town. You just wrestle each other. No, like it's this very town legit. wrestles that town. <laughs> it's it's actually like the only it's state, the not the only state. It's one of the rare states that it's very uh, like it's like on par with basketball. It's the biggest thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, basketball's still bigger, but it's the only state where it gets close. Why is it big there? Because of tribes or because of whoever moved there from Appalachia? Why, why is it big it's, there? It's only be, it's because um, Iowa's not good at anything except the University of Iowa and Iowa State are really good at wrestling. So like growing up, like our football team never wins or basketball team never wins. But like when I was growing up, the University of Iowa won like 17 NCAA titles. And it's just like they showed it on TV. It would be on Iowa Public Television. And it was wow. like um, a pride thing. So like just by virtue of like, hey, this is what we're the best at. A lot of people do it. But why is it like in Samoa, they're really good at uh, like, you know, wrestling and tight, like football. They have a lot of players come from there. Yeah. They're big. What body types? Maybe it's the Iowa body types lend is themselves. It, is it body type? Is it religion? What, what I think it's think more it of a... I think it's more of like a, um, a money thing. It's like a very poor sport. Like you oh, don't okay. need any money to no do it. Equipment. You don't, yeah, you don't need a big school, you know, like don't a lot of schools in Iowa can't like even put together a full football team. You know what I mean? Mm, like right, you can yeah. have like three kids on a wrestling team. Don't need a ball, no net, nothing. Nothing, nothing. Don't need nothing. And do you, would you wrestle for pink slips? Would you wrestle for clothes? Would you say, what do you win? <laughs> There were kids who would bring crowbars and just steal from every high school we went to. And they were, you know, cause you're in their other locker room. You're just, they would just be cranking through lockers, stealing. Wow. So yeah, just, you know, a lot of dirt, a lot of dirt bags in the sport. Right on. To, to just openly yeah. bring a, a crowbar is pretty bold. You, you're just up to no good. There's yeah, no lawless, good excuse for a crowbar. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are the guys who, yeah, those are like, I had friends who would do that, that when, then I went to college in Iowa City, which is Iowa, when those, those kids would come to Iowa City, like they were come, they would come from our hometown. They did not know how to behave in public. Like it was fucking nuts. Like I was like, okay, we don't, the one, my one friend threw, um. Uh, like we were standing above a dance floor and I was like, it's good to see a man. He finished his beer is an actual like Stein, like a, like a fucking big Stein. He threw yeah. it over the ledge down into the, onto ah. the dance floor. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm like, he thought it was funny. I was like, that's not funny. That's like, yeah. you just hurt somebody dancing. He's like, they dancing sucks. I'm like, you gotta go away, dude. <laughs> that wouldn't even happen in Philadelphia. Yeah. No, this, mean, that, these guys do not know how to behave. <laughs> That was John uh, Hamm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, we got to get into our music chart. Let's First off, it. I'll wrap the history of recorded music. Here we go. Music. We used to play LPs. Tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. If you're a chartist, NFTs scream. <laughs> nice. Hey, by we the way, I, I, I did want to touch on the guest intro. I was amazed at the stats you pulled up. I love that. I love that addition. Oh, oh nice. But it's kind of a backhanded compliment if you go. He's been off the charts for 41 weeks. Yeah, I like that. But now he's back on. Do make you feel them, insulted by that, Brooks? Make them prove uh, themselves. I didn't. It made me realize. I was like, wow, it has been. I I thought I'd done it more recently. 
Right on. I did too. I was surprised by that. But uh, yeah, great I just to have can't you believe back. you like will just bust out numbers like that sometimes. Yeah, I, I like, track this is a the lot same of different things just, going on. You just track- turned up the headphone, you know, knob when I tell you to turn the gain on. And then two seconds later, you're pulling out like like crazy savant numbers. Let me just say this. None of this <laughs> musical equipment, every knob looks the same. They don't do that on typewriters. Look at your keyboard right now. There's a, there's a symbol on each thing. I don't know wow. why they don't do that. With equipment. Isn't there a one and a two, like channel? No, I'll, I'll stamp you a picture of it. Okay. Focus right, Scarlet. <laughs> Shout out right. to the company. Great company. Shout out. Yeah. Today's Good episode company. is brought to you by Glass Onion dot dot knives <laughs> uh, out on Friday, 12 Knives out? Knives out, I mean. Yeah. Knives out on Friday. Friday. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we'll touch on it on the movie chart. Wait, Glass Onion's not out yet? uh, That new one, it's this Friday. Oh, I thought it already came out. Me too. I've seen a lot of promo for it. Yeah. You got any scoop on that one? No, no. It just looks like um, a movie. You know what I mean? I admire anything that's a movie. I'm like, okay, cool. That's a a movie. You know, (laughs) I went and saw The Whale. I don't know if we'll get to that, but like, that was a play. They shot a play. Okay. Yeah, and all the previews that, before it were were just like period pieces of the most. I couldn't express how boring all of the movies before the whale looked. And then you know you see Glass Onion. I'm like, oh, I bet something happens in that. That's probably yeah. really fun. They go to some exactly. different locations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not all in uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser's apartment. Great observation though. Sometimes you're just shooting a play, and when you realize it, you gotta like decide: Am I in for this right now? Dude, the, they know? even the whale is even shot like formatted for your TV screen. It didn't even take up like it was the wow. you know how it used to have the bars underneath when you would watch rent a movie. Yeah, and it would, yeah. no, this one had bars on the side in the theater, so it was like a oh, square wow. in the middle of the. Oh, I mean, it clearly a, a was choice. That a, per, a choice. Is yeah. that a per? Why they choose that? Didn't, I tried uh, to look it up. They did that for the lighthouse. I remember. Probably, yeah. yeah. Square, I don't know. Movie. It was like Arnofsky. For, um, yeah. Frazier. <laughs> yep. Frazier, you're always stuck in that apartment. I just looks like I just auditioned play. to play Frazier's son in the new Frazier reboot. Didn't really? get it. Did not get it. Wow. wow. What What's Frazier's son up to? What, what's he doing? He's, uh, I didn't sign any NDAs. Uh, he's a firefighter uh, who is the opposite of Frazier Weird. now. Yeah. Ah, so basically, Frazier's how Frazier Frazier had his, yeah, he's a, his like dad. You know, was like the blue collar guy. That's his son now. So that they play off that. Wow, that's like I could see that. I could see you would be that. good at. I mean, you yeah. you are a great look for that. I would totally buy that. I mean, Thank that's you. good casting. I tr- well, I mean, I didn't get it, but I gave it. I gave it my best shot. Right on. Made some bold choices. I bet they took notice. <laughs> <laughs> the bizarro Frasier. Uh, yeah, right um, yeah. I never seen. I watched my first episode of Frasier to prepare for it. I've never. Oh, you've never, never seen, seen it. it. It's a well no, seems show. Seems so snooty to me. I, I, I'm, snooty I and fa- like, like French farce, doors slamming, yeah. one person coming in and out, stage play. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, this guy thinks he's better than me. I don't like it. Never bought the father <laughs> as that father either. Oh, I like the father. He was one of the best parts. He was the he was the blue collar, you know the the representation. And then the British girl couldn't fly. Was kind of a letdown. She pops in <laughs> well, with a British accent, but then no flying umbrella. No boycott the new Frasers. All I'm trying to get across. Yeah, we're with you. All, all right, right, what's coming in? What do we? Yeah, got? let's do the Shazam chart again as a right workaround of you know Mariah Carey. We're not going to hear Mariah Carey on this chart. Okay, great choice. No uh, no Christmas tunes, because uh, we covered them. Coming in at number five. Number five. This is Lady Gaga with Bloody Mary. I'll dance, dance, dance with my hands, hands, hands above my head, 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 like Jesus said, I'm gonna dance, dance, dance with my hands. This is the one, this is actually an old tune that we learned really? la- last week. Uh, remember, I looked it up and it was like a TikTok 
craze. Oh, that's there's right. There's a dance yeah, they yeah, do yeah. into this. What's so the, the, are people doing a dance? What are they doing? Yeah, I think a dance. A dance. Also, thing. quick question. Um, this chart is the top five things people have shazammed this yeah. week. People are curious okay. about these songs. And this makes sense because like you hear that, you know that's Lady Gaga, but people must right. just be like, who sounds like Lady Gaga? That's got to be what they're doing. You know what I mean? Right. But also we think part of it is that it's young people mostly that don't know any song. So they're right. always shazamming and yeah. they don't know, remember it. Since it's TikTok and it's like the background for some popular dance. I bet um, there's a lot of young people who just weren't around for whatever album. And they go, was. yeah, what is this song? Yeah. Um, yeah. It just sounds like the most Lady Gaga song ever. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was weird because like, oh. I don't even remember that one. No, I don't. I don't know Too that song Gaga at all. But in I, the pants. Yeah. Cool. All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. Four. Chris Brown, Under the Influence. Nothing keeps this guy off the charts. I mean, he's been scandalous for the entire run of this show. And I mean, he just he like, always pops up again. I don't know. He understand. like literally like he hit Rihanna. Like he yeah. like not like oh oops. Like he beat up Rihanna. Yeah, he's yeah. on the we charts. We all really like Rihanna. Yeah. He's on like the, even the ASAP crew's not after him. What's he's on the that? charts and Al Franken is still like in hiding somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Whoa. That to, guy. Fuck. I mean, Franken needs to join guy. Chris Brown's camp and, you know, kind of just. Yeah. Get hire his Franken, dude, Franken, if, if he, if he had gotten in trouble, like two months later, there Seriously. was a playbook on how to deflect. Yeah. Right. I know. Yep. He really. He was right at the. Yeah, he was like the last hair metal band before Nirvana. <laughs> right. He was really nice to me. Um, he was at Saturday Night Live one time and I got a sketch cut for time. And he came over and he was like, I really wanted that. I was hoping your sketch would get on. Uh, and then oh. my girlfriend at the time was like, I was like, this is Al. Uh, and she's like, oh, hi, where do you live? And I was like, he lives in Washington, D.C. Because this is when he was a senator. <laughs> I was like, That's yeah, funny. he's like really, he's like yeah, in he's politics. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you should know who he is since we're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. We're we're A at Saturday Night Live and yeah. B, he's a very popular senator. We should probably maybe know who he is. Yeah. If you ran yeah. into him in Hawaii, you might think, well, it's out of context who is this. Right, guy? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're at forty uh, rock. Thirty rock, mm -hmm. sorry. Okay, right. sorry. Coming in at number three. Number three. Rihanna lift me up. Whoa, oh, at least she beat Chris chart. Brown. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh my God, I didn't even put that together. So close, too. What's in between them? Sounds like a Christmas song. <laughs> it's about Santa. Safe and sound. Bring me presents. Burning in a hopeless dream. It's an elf on Spanish guitar. Sounds like a Brian Adams song. <laughs> Stinging Brian Adams. Well, at least she beat. You know, at least yeah, she's ahead of you. Oh, she beat how about that punk star? Oh, oh, I know. I, I caught myself with that. <laughs> My gosh. Um, yeah, that song's boring as hell. Yeah, I'm with you. Real slow. She's a mom now. She's slowing it down. That's a lullaby. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Coming in at number two. Number two. Sam two. Smith and Kim Petras with Unholy. This really is like the same chart as last week. <clears throat> Christmas stagnation. That sounds Christmassy, though. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is like what Kevin McAllister gets the house ready to. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those commercials where it's like Kevin Hart instead of Kevin McAllister? No, yeah. but it's what's nothing her name surprises me fucking less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's really weird. Uh, coming in at number one. Number one. Why Metro didn't... Metro Boomin, The Weekend, and 21 Savage with Creepin'. That could be good. Oh, oh baby, I don't wanna know. 21. 21. Think about it when I hold you. 21. I want 21 to come in. I pull out my dick, suck on this shit. <laughs> He's got the most simplistic rhyme since Too Short. Yeah. It works. <laughs> yeah, it works. Give though. it up for 21. And Too Short. Love him. Uh, well, that was an incredible chart. Uh, they're almost like Christmas classics, these songs. Maybe we'll see them again next year. <laughs> wow. The, people are shazamming some trash these days. They really are. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a sad commentary on society because Shazam really should be the most interesting stuff that you hear somewhere. It, it should. You know what? Don't drink in Shazam. I think that's the the message here. Yeah. Stay off the eggnog and only <laughs> yeah, Shazam songs that are not obvious. <laughs> right. Also, be careful what you Shazam because, you know, people are keeping track. These charts are keeping track. Exactly. You're being tracked. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Yeah. Boo. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Brooks W. and Brett M. And this is the movie chart. They're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh-wee, movies. 21. All right. <laughs> These are the movie charts. We'll see what's bringing people back into theaters this Christmas week. All right. By the way, I always went by Brett M in elementary school because there was another Brett D. Oh, really? So that's very yeah. familiar to me. Hair metal days. You were Brett M. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, coming in at number five. Number five. Number five. The Menu. Let me share my screen with you, What fellas. Now, what is this? The one that people are seeing? Adam McKay. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is top five. Is it Adam McKay theaters. for real? Yeah. This is like last last week's movies. Yeah, this is this past weekend's box office. Oh, okay, cool. So you gonna keep doing that? 
What happens inside this room is meaningless compared to what happens outside. Anna Taylor Joy, Ralph Fiennes. Hey, I'll be, I gotta be honest. This movie looks good. Like that yeah. trailer was cool. Yeah. Some great tasty food. Yeah, it looks yeah, a little exactly. bit like um, looked kind of like uh, like Ex Machina meets Ex Machina meets um, the uh, Squid Games. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Some gastro like order of chin chin gastro yeah. horror. Yeah, gastronomy. Count, count me in. Uh, Adam McKay made that. I believe so. Am I correct on that? Um, let me look. I I don't see his name anywhere. Tweet at us, gang. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweet okay. us. Correct. Let us, us. know. Uh, director is Mark Milad. Oh, uh, must Milad. be one of his pseudonyms. Story by Will Tracy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I was like, I feel like that would. I don't know my where you got that. More. Yeah, you're right. You chart, would have got called in for it. Chart. Well, no, I'm just like would have like been like, oh, I like you know, McKay makes something. I want to see it, unless it's Don't Look Up. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd one. I think uh, even I like in my that. mind, I didn't want to see uh, DiCaprio <laughs> as like a downtrodden guy. I was like, I got to see oh, him as funny. a heroic. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. cool guy. <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to see him frustrated. Yeah, I don't need I don't need a scientist, DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, yeah. ugh, nobody will listen to me. Nobody, yeah, we will. Yeah. All right, yeah. coming in at number four. Number four. Number four. <laughs> Strange World. What? Hello. You oh. I don't understand a word I'm saying. Of course I understand you. Huh? <laughs> Dad? Dad? Grandpa? Oh, is that Harrison Ford? What is this place? The cliffs are alive. <laughs> this is Adam McKay, I think. <laughs> yep. This, I would actually totally see this movie. I like this shit. You do? Really? Why yeah, do you like I li- this, Brooks? I like, um, I like just animated. I mean, I like, you know... DreamWorks, I think that's DreamWorks. Like, don't you feel the tone is always the same? You're seeing the same movie a lot of times. Yeah, I also just like I'm not gonna watch that movie at home, but like if I'm bored as fuck, I will go to the movie theater and I will get like a beer and a popcorn and sit oh, there and just okay. be like, oh, this is a fun night. You know what I mean? It's like a zone out. You're drinking beer at a children's like animated movie, dude. Fuck yeah, I would Sitting drink in the beer. Back. Yeah, <laughs> like. I would Bad drink ass. beer at Passion of the Christ. You know, if I'm at the movie, <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking. Yeah. The, drinking I at the a first, movie is underrated. The first time I, I ever found out that, that you could drink at the Arclight, it, yeah. was, it was brand new. It was at a premiere for The Lost City of Z, which was a book that I read that I really, Whoa. I like. I just liked the book. And um, it had like Charlie Hunnam in it and uh, fucking Brad Pitt was there. And I was just like, I just want to see this movie that was based on a book. And I sat next to Rooney Mara and I got, I didn't know how out of pocket this was. I got up three times to get beers during the premiere. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and by the end of it, I was wasted. And I was trying to show Rooney Mara that all these guys on screen were way more handsome than the dudes were in real life. So I'm like on my phone looking up photos of what these, oh my God, on the phone too. Uh, I you know, like that. walking Uh-oh. out like right before certain people's scenes and they're like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You coming back with shots, like a tray of shots for people? Well, I was there with my buddy Clay Tatum, uh, who's who's great. And he has a movie coming out soon. And yeah. I text him the next day. I go, was that movie good? He goes, dude, I don't know. Like we were smashed. We Shut really goofed yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Were you heckling? No, but I kept bumming, bugging Rooney Mara. Right on. <laughs> was, I, I was like, oh boy, but the, but the moral of the story was ArcLight sells beer now. That rules. Like that's all I really cared about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to sneak it in. That does rule. Hey, by the way, Rooney Mara now uh, narrates a podcast about the history of the NFL. Oh, cool. Really? Well, isn't her dad like the yeah. owner of like the fucking NFL? I think like, the Giants. Yeah, something. Um, yeah, she's from anyway. the family that owns the Giants. She was very polite, and I was very um, annoying. <laughs> I love so, it. Coming yeah. in at number three. Number three. This three. is Violent Night. I'm over this shit. Oh, this one. You don't want to drink at this one. Uh, yeah, no, this I encourages your drinking. 
No. But the ranger do most of the work. <laughs> I just, I'm just over. You're the Santa. You're over Santa being not Santa. Is that what? Yeah. It is? I'm, I'm just over. Like, what if Santa killed? Like, right. we've seen Twist it fucking Santa. every Christmas for fucking ten years now. Well, you wouldn't like Rudolph Chudoff. That's a song I have about uh, getting a BJ from a reindeer. Okay. Well, no. See, that's interesting. I don't see that every Christmas. Yeah, I'm with you. They keep flipping it too much. Bad Santa was enough. Bad Santa too was pushing it. Badder yeah. Santa. The fat Let's man. Let's get back to tradition. Yep. That I opening like scene the- was literally the same shot for shot as Bad Santa. Opening yeah. up with him at the dive bar. Like it talking with the bartender. Yeah, it's like looks like the same place even. I just watched Bad Santa. You're totally right. You know what movie I did like that I'm like, okay, I'm done. I think that this one did it well and fun was Fat Man. I liked it. It was where Walton Goggins Fat is trying man? to kill Fat the Fat Man. Walton Goggins is trying to kill Mel Gibson, who's uh, Santa Claus. And, um, and you know, anytime I can support Mel Gibson, I try to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for mentioning him. Um, but no, the movie was good. Right on. I'll check that out. I haven't even really heard about that. Did they bury of- it because of bad, his bad PR? I mean, they made it much after his bad PR. It came out like two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's fun. It's like somebody's trying to kill Santa, which I dig. Because he didn't give him presents when he was Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, Mel Gibson must be just thrilled with the way things are going in this country right now. He's like, we're living in a golden age. Yeah, he loves Blurred Lines. All my views are coming back in style. Yeah. Um, All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Number two. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Knocked down to number two for the first time in many weeks. Every trailer we've seen so far has been in slow motion, just the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like I mean, impossibly epic. Have you had anybody on who's seen that movie? Yeah. Um, uh, Brido saw it last week. Oh, there you go. Bridenstine. Do you like it? <clears throat> he uh, did, he like, did it, like it. Right? I think he did like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked Black Panther, but I don't need to see the sequel. But yeah. Yeah. I'm uh yeah. They should just make one of all these kind of movies. Right. I mean, ideally, yeah, I like, like the first Iron Man's great, you know, I loved it. And then they're like, let's do do this for the rest of your fucking life. I was laughing. I finally watched The Batman, the the last one that came out, The Batman with Pattinson. And I was, I I actually did kind of enjoy it, but I was really laughing at for the first like 15 minutes. Just like, oh my God, we're doing this all again. Like we're just doing all these scenes again where you like. Learn what the Batman does, and you learn yeah, like that he goes Spider-Man in the Batcave. Too. They keep going, and over he shows and over up. There's again. there's the gang of you know face painted henchmen who are you know up to like low level crime, and then the Batman yeah, but, shows up in the dark shadow. You're like, yeah, but wow, Batman, we're just doing it again. Hell yeah, Batman journals in this one. We've never seen him journal before. Oh, That's true. God. He's a very emo Batman, which I did yeah. kind of like. I kind of like that angle of uh, instead of like a charming charismatic rich boy he's like the weird shy like emo rich kid who doesn't want to talk to people that movie was just like i saw it in the theaters with cornell so we had fun but i will say i will say i could not have gotten through that if i wasn't in the theaters there's four movies in there oh it's too long they're they're way too long yeah it was way too long i just like that they made it look like gotham city again that was the thing I didn't like about the the Nolan ones that it just looked mm-hmm. like New York. It was like too too real life. Well, they shot I heard Dark Knight in Chicago. That's Chicago. Chicago. Cuz well, I was living there Chicago. when it came out and it was very yeah. exciting. There was how could you tell there was just bratwurst instead of pizza? Well, how, <laughs> how could you tell? Just the city shots. There's so many city shots and it just yeah, looked like, like a modern Chicago. Like there was nothing comic booky looking about it. We thought we were so we were dumb. We were 20 and we're like there, a, a newspaper came out to show, to show, tell you like what scenes were shot in the city, you know, and like the Tribune. 
And we're like, we'll take people on tours of this because it's the biggest <laughs> movie of all time. And we're like, yeah. we'll charge. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to go on any sort of tour led by two fucking shitbirds who are kind of buzzed in 20. Like, do you guys want to see where they blew up uh, the hospital? Yeah. Like, what you are you talking about? Were they walking tours or did you have a vehicle? No, no, no. We didn't have cars or nothing. We were just fucking walking around the city with this newspaper that they, anyone could have. Right. Hey, look, it says here, we'll take you to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to see this dark, dank alley where Batman surprised the thugs? Exactly. Let's go down. It was very, it was a, a charming time in my life. Were you carrying beers when you did it? Yeah. No, but one time going back to music, I was taking the train in from my job, which was like uh hour out of the city. And I was going to my friend's house before Lollapalooza Friday before Lollapalooza starting. I take a half day at work. I'd bring the 30 rack of bush light on the train, open it up. The train's packed. Everybody's headed into Lollapalooza. I sell all my beers for a buck of beer. I made like nice. you know, 15 bucks. Yeah. Which is, which was a lot for, you know, it was great. I like that. Griff tours. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we were all about grifting in Chicago. <laughs> we would go to, uh, we did it on accident once and we started doing it all the time because we didn't have enough money to get into the Cubs games. So we'd go to the Cubby Bear, which is the bar across from Wrigley. And we sat down and we watched the games there. It's really fun, you know? And then um, as soon as the game got out, the Cubby Bear gets flooded. And uh, we're like, okay, we're going to bounce. And then somebody's like, hey, are you, you leaving? And then we're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, can we have your table? And somebody else is like, we'll give you 20 bucks for your table. And then they nice. we had a bid for each other. We got 50 bucks for our fucking table. And then we Damn. started going there and doing that for Cubs games all the time. Free profit. Oh, that's a great grift. Damn. It was awesome. Getting paid yeah. to drink. Yeah, it, was, it would pay for our like Saturday. It was dope. You know, and it's crazy from those humble beginnings right there in Chicago to New Year's this year at the Chicago Theater where you'll be performing wow. with John Oliver. Yep, yep. We we sell we go about half and half with who sells the tickets. Um, Damn. Yep. So we we decide we flip a coin each night on who goes first. He's <laughs> somehow it's it's usually him. I mean, it's usually me. He usually does more time and closes, but it's only because be the a coin trick says. Coin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'll be in Chicago this for three nights. I think. I think we're doing just four shows. Uh, That's awesome. Nice. Be super fun. Beautiful. Is that already sold out or can people still get tickets? Those shows, he's very, very, very popular. They sell out like the second they are announced. I thought maybe with you on it, they would (laughs) lag a little or. (laughs) I do detract. Yes. People are like, oh, I'm going to go see John Oliver. They're like, oh, I got to sit through him. No. The most returns we've ever seen. Right. Right. Hey, so uh, if you have tickets, congratulations, check out the show and uh, get there a little tardy. One time. Oh, man. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah get nice. some food before Oliver. One time yeah. uh, right. I was opening, I opened for John, like whenever he, we're buds and uh, I've been open for him for like 10 years. Um, and uh, he was doing a show at the Beacon Theater in New York and I was moving out away from New York the next day. And so I got drunk at the show um, and... Uh, I was riding the train home and I got like super hammered. Like, like HBO was there. They gave like John, like a bottle of like nice whiskey that I fucking pounded in the back. Cause I was like depressed. <laughs> I was moving back to LA. I failed in New York and I got so drunk and I was going home to my like apartment that was, I was going to sleep on um, a yoga mat and a blanket. I'd shipped everything to LA and it was the last day I was in New York and I started crying on the train. Cause I was like, man, I really goofed up. I didn't enjoy my experience in New York city. And I, you know, and it's a really cool place. And I was just like, got really kind of, uh, emotional about it. And I started crying and a woman came over on the subway on the F train. And she said, dude, I was at the show. You didn't do that bad. Nah. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. I, was, I thought I did pretty good. Actually. It has nothing to do with that performance. <laughs> yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. But the, yeah. she said that, that bad. bad, like she connected <laughs> the two things, like yeah. your sad mood and the performance. Yeah, she's that like, she I know with. why you're crying. It wasn't oh. exactly, dude. It was devastating. I was like, what the fuck oh. are you talking about? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's real. someone in New York making you feel better. 
<laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. Cause I was like, at first I was like, Oh cool. She's going to like cheer me up. And she was just like, dude, you don't suck. You don't suck enough to sob on the train. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I saw that and yeah, like quit and leave town, but don't kill yourself. <laughs> quit and leave town. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. Right. It was pretty, I told, I, I tell that story when I opened for John, it's fun. It's a good, it's a good out. It's a good one. Oh, hell yeah. All right, coming in at number one. Number one. The number one number movie one. of the at the box office. This is Avatar, The Way of Water. Boom. Kaboom. Howard's been waiting for this. I told you, gang. <laughs> Came in. That's a lot of nice water. Good beaches. Why do you come to us? Summer sells. <laughs> I just want to keep my family safe. This is truly the biggest loophole of your summer, you know, theory, though. Treat them. Because this space. really doesn't have much to do with summer, or at least the Avatar didn't before. This one yeah. does, just because you want to see that water and that technology, even if you just yeah. like put earplugs in and don't even listen to the dialogue. You want to yeah. see that. I had a group it's of friends space, go. But they, it, yeah. They said literally that they're like, you should go just as like a, as, as a screensaver. It's incredible. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way. Get to immersed. It. Get immersed in that immersive screensaver. Immersed. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely go. I'll wait a few weeks, uh, but I will go see that. Are they trying to do the 3D thing again or is that just gone? No, 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 this is, is like full 3D. Like he's like, he's yeah, like, you think is... the last one was 3D? You got to wear the glasses. Yeah. That's the pull of this one. Yeah, you got to wear oh, really? glasses. Okay. I hadn't heard. But uh, yeah, it would almost be sad if he backtracked on that because that was his big gambit. No, so no, no. And I also it. think we owe it to this man who's ruined his life for this fucking <laughs> shit. Like, he's the greatest yeah, he director. decades to one movie. He's the greatest yeah. director since I've been alive, you know, made fucking everything. Yeah, he's aliens. incredible. And yeah. now he's just throwing it away on this shit. I don't so know like, why oh. he's making so many of these. He's fucking ruined his life with this. It's a disaster. <laughs> he's, these he's things will be around like the Bible. I mean, these are universal stories that will translate to a lot of cultures and lands. Who the fuck has watched <laughs> Avatar more than once? <laughs> like, I love this dynamic where Howard's the biggest Avatar defender. I'm just telling <laughs> you, it's so broad and it's in a it's like Star Wars or something. Like, it'll last for a while just because this is it's not a big spectacle. Right. This, no, this is not Star Wars. Star Wars was widely popular. Like, this will make I'm a lot of money. Will last like Star Wars because it a lot of people can identify with it. This will fizzle like <laughs> HD DVDs. Nobody gives a shit. It had a big opening. People were saying it was gonna bomb. They said the same thing about Titanic, by the way. If we're gonna compliment Cameron, and that yes, was look, water. I like Cameron. Cameron. I like it, but Titanic that was winter everyone, water. That was a everyone watches. Now we're <laughs> tropical. How could you not think this is going to do better than that? That was freezing cold water where people die. <laughs> this look, I will see this movie, but I will never see it again. <laughs> so I've watched sick. Titanic recently; it's great. I will not uh, watch Avatar. Way of were you water, saying that in '97? Titanic's great. Of when course I was. Out, you hated Tiffany, it. You my crush, who liked it. Tiff, the girl I like, Tiffany, loved Titanic. So I saw it and guess who also loved Titanic and asked her if she'd like to see it again. She said no, but I would have gone again. She said no. Oh, no. You're, you're a cuck, Titanic. How dare you? <laughs> I did ask Tiffany if she wanted to be my girlfriend and she said she wasn't allowed to date yet. And then about a week later, she dated my friend Kaylin. And, I was, and I'm so stupid. I was like, wow, congratulations on being able to date. I wish I waited a week to ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> such a fucking idiot. All right. That's Simping. like Al Franken. You missed by a week. Yeah. <laughs> One week before her parents gave her the okay. Right on. <laughs> All right. So that's the movie chart. Avatar's back. Damn. Okay, uh, exciting. I uh, I don't know if I'm going to go out to see it right away, but I'm very okay. glad it's out there. You already have it. And uh, we'll be... You already that? have it. You could have seen it. Of course you haven't gone out to see it right away. Oh, good point. But I mean, it's, yeah. it's just newly out. I mean, it's just passed out for a few days. That's true. So you're going to go maybe on uh, Christmas Day or something? 
No, I mean, I'm going to wait deep into January, maybe Feb. I want no one else in the theater when I see it. Wow. I'm like Elvis that way. I got to have the whole amusement park. (laughs) Um, But we'll be right back with the hot picks. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who brought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are our hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Shazam. I bet we did. Let's find out. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. This this is my first pick. This is uh, another new Iggy Pop song. Nice. That uh, is like back to to classic Iggy. Oh, so Iggy this, Pop and the uh, Losers, right? This is called Strung Out Johnny. Huh. wonder if Johnny's doing all right. <laughs> I wonder if he's friends with Dong Out Johnny. <laughs> Exposes himself. Thank you. See you. Open up, okay. Get out of here, Andy. <laughs> Come on now. Fix me up. Love becomes compulsive. It's wiser to say no. God made me a junkie. But Satan told me so. You're strung out, Johnny. That's all great. Iggy Pop's so cool. I followed so a cool. guy in Alphabet City for like four blocks because I thought it might be Iggy Pop one time. <laughs> and it was it was just like a crazy person. But I was like, I think that's Iggy Pop. I'm gonna see where he lives. <laughs> was he walking with like a bizarre gate shirt? Yeah, yeah. Shirt leather up. jacket. Yeah. Leather jacket, probably no shirt under the leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like, if Iggy Pop lives in Anywhere it's gonna be like deep alphabet city. So I was just like, okay, where's he going? And then he's like, just like bought crack yeah. at Tompkins Square Park. And I was like, it still could be him. <laughs> still, still could be him. Maybe he wrote he dresses like Johnny Iggy Pop to get a celebrity discount. Yeah. Hey, I'm Iggy. <laughs> Who's the lead singer? Mark Lanigan. He sound that sounded kind of like a Mark Lanigan a little it bit. It sure did. Yeah, you're right. I love Mark Lanigan. Oh that man, he totally so cool. sound like him. Yeah, um, makes me want to go listen to some Mark, some screaming trees after this. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. Number four. We're going into uh, a Christmas, a modern Christmas classic here. This is Howard Kramer. His pick. This is Adina Menzel with Jennifer Nettles, Little Drummer Boy. What? Rousing what are we d- version. Sick. What are you doing? Check it out. Yeah, Brooks, you just got to. This thing is a slow, but this is like the bolero of Christmas songs. It's just build, 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 stairway to heaven, build, build, build. (laughs) This is shit. You haven't, you didn't wait for it. It's like watching a soccer highlight. You gotta, you have to have waited for it to happen. Yeah. You would have spit on the Vietnam veterans, bro. <laughs> that, that is not spit right. Spit on the Vietnam veterans. <laughs> That's amazing, Jeff. <laughs> Give me some man, Transheimer, whatever steamroller. Like that steam the roller. shit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, you know that that fucking weird instrumental band that knocks out Christmas better than sure. that fucking yeah, they, shit. <laughs> they do it also. I don't say they do it better. <laughs> What are they, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, if I'm listening to Christmas music, it's that. 
Yeah, those guys those guys know how to shred. That's like Christmas. listening to uh Nazi music. That's stormtrooper shit. No, no way. Rock, <laughs> no Rocky way. trains to that music. Trans-Siberian no, he trains great. to Survivor. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, coming in at number three. Number, number three. three. Brooks pick. This is Genesis Awusu with Get Inspired. Yeah. Just randomly on the radio, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Is I heard it yesterday. That's, that's hot off the press. That's a new one. It's Genesis yeah. Owusu. Wow, dude, I'd never heard of him either. I just I've been listening to that song all day. I Phil love Collins, it. It's so fun. Phil Collins is sounding great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Featuring this Owusu guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that is great. I wonder if he has more stuff like that. Is he rap? Is he spoken word? Does he usually sing? Uh, those questions are to be answered. Stay tuned, everybody. Great new pick, Brooks. Thank you. Very, very excited. I'm sorry I shit on your pick so bad. I just know you have better taste than that. <clears throat> Look, man, I I pick country songs sometimes. I try to scour different charts that are not going to get a okay. look taken you, at. You know what? That one, <laughs> if you sat through the whole song with one of your uh, whiskeys or whatever yeah. it is, I think you'd be one over. It has a surprising uh, level of hype to it. How how it had me sit through it. And and I agree. Yeah. You know what I show some patience. You know what I'm not taking into (laughs) account that you do this every week and you need to, you know, you need to throw some love other places. You can't just be like a jazz musician. We got to fuck with it a little bit. Okay. I forget that, you know, you don't get to have like, Hey, this is the hottest song I heard in the last three months. Like I get to. Right. Right. There you go. I'm like Sean McVay. I got to have a new play in there to get excited. about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're week to week over here. Paycheck to paycheck. We got keen observations. Good stuff. All right. Coming in. uh, Number two. Number two. Number two. This is my second pick. This is King Tough with Portrait of God. Ooh, fun. Is this new? Uh, this, this could be real Christmassy. Yeah. Normally King Tough is like heavier than this, but usually yeah. I always like them. I like this. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'll see Howard's face react to every note. What? It's fun to watch your face react to every note. Oh yeah, I like that fuzz. Like you'll approve of where it goes. This sounds kind of like um, T-Rex song. Yes, very much T-Rex. Definitely You're right. I'm just gonna leave it at T-Rex. It's got that fuzz too, like a hot chocolate guitar. But uh, yeah, it's cool though. That was fun. It's I like, like that, that good um, band. They got a lot of stuff. Sexual psychedelia, whatever you would call that, uh, <laughs> T Rex ish type yeah. of. Yeah, man. So. I want everybody should go look up. They have the like the I forget what year it was. Maybe two years ago, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that they have uh, T Rex got inducted, oh, and it's like the coolest you know montage, like ten minutes on how cool T Rex was. It's great. Right on. Star was saying this past year was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, the performance was crazy. Yeah, it's like one of the most stacked nights I've ever seen. Actually, one of them got on stage and almost said that. Like, it might have been pink or something, just being like, I have I don't remember like a time where there was this many great acts like all on one stage. It felt like, like old times. That's super cool. Yeah. I, was in, I was in New York when Nirvana got inducted at the Barclay Center. Damn. And then I was not, uh, some other um, people that I knew who were more successful went to the post Nirvana uh, party at like a dive bar. And I was like, you got to text me, guys. 
you gotta let me know. I really would have liked to Yeah, they were saying how come, yeah, on. Please. come on, guys. Yeah, it was just like Grohl and Novoselic and like yeah. a bunch of other people fronting in for Cobain. I was like, well, don't tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, damn, that would have been awesome. Would you have drank Grolsch if you got to drink <laughs> with Dave Grohl? Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, gang. Coming All right. in at number one. Number, number one. one. This is a real comedy Christmas classic. This is comedy Death Ray. Before it was comedy Bang Bang with Do They Know It's Christmas? And uh, your man H.M. Kramer's on this. A lot of comedy celebs on this one. It's Christmas time And there's no need to oh, be Paul afraid Falcon. Who was that one? Scott Nice. I'm not sure that is. Is there a pop-up vid that says who everybody is? That's Amy Mann right there. That's Tig. That's oh, that's Tig, Tig dude. <laughs> oh, you got a video. Yeah, you can watch it now. <laughs> Mike Furman. That's Adam, Adam McKay. It. That's Adam McKay. <laughs> that's Pat, no? He's doing the Bono part. Christmas time. <laughs> Furman doing Bono. <laughs> Posse. Anyway, oh wow, Pardo. Pardo. Anyway, it's really good. Check it wow. out, everybody. Dragon Boy Suede pops on later on. There's Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. You love to Good hear time. It. Wow. What a time. You love to hear it. That's got more people on it than uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Support it. <laughs> yeah. Feed the world. Reminds me of old Earwolf. All those faces just walking in every day. Yeah. Is Earwolf still a thing? Um, barely. Hey, Brooks, it was super fun to have you on for this Christmas episode. Yeah, thanks for having Everybody me. Everybody go um, check out Brooks in Chicago. Well, no, actually, I have a, I have a way more important show I'm going to promote. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. This um, January 12th at 730, we're doing, uh, I sold the show to Fox two years ago, and then they liked the pilot, so they had us write episodes two and three, and uh, it, then they ended up saying, never mind, after you know working on it really hard, but we're going to do a live table read of those three episodes. At the Elysian Theater, it's like me, uh, Tim Heidecker, Bobby Moynihan, they play my older brothers, Carrie Kitty oh, nice. Silver's her mom, Mike O'Brien, Paul Shear, Alyssa Limpires. Uh, it's just stacked. It's going to be a super stacked, funny uh show where uh, we just read this insane um, comedy that I thought I was going to get on network TV and then they ended up being like, this is way too aggressive. Uh, it's just about my family selling cars in Iowa and uh, it's super fun and I'm stoked that uh, we get to uh, just like have someone besides fucking eight execs at Fox read it. So uh, it's going to be super fun. It's going to be very cool. January What's the 12th. name of the show? Wheeland Motors. It's about, it's about a real car dealership that my dad managed oh. growing up and what if uh, me and my older brother still work there? Ah, so, right I on. love that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's kind of like Step Brothers, the TV show. We all hate each other a lot. So it's fun. <laughs> and what, the tone of it was too hard for them? Yeah. I mean, it's super aggressive. Like in the pilot, I put a nail gun through a teenager's hand in a fight. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like the only two, the only, we only had... um so in the in the pilot, the only song is uh, Thunder Kiss 65 by White Zombie. And like, that's the tone of the show. And yeah, then, perfect. yeah. And then, um, in the, the, the third episode, which is my favorite is we locked, uh, Bobby Moynihan. We forget Bobby Moynihan in the trunk and he misses Brett Michaels at the Delaware County fair and he's upset. Uh, so he quits the dealership. So naturally we hear every rose has its thorn at the end, uh, while they fight in the rain on top of, a on top of the building. So it also might've been a little over budget. Good stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. They were like song. a lot of crane shots. No, no, but they were like, hey, we got to shoot this. We got to do this for like under a million episode. And I was like, cool. How about a rainstorm fight? And they're like, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's January 12th. And I'm excited for um, just to be done with that project, but also get people. Yeah. Um, check that out. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Start. Oh, yeah. Go to uh, Comedy Bang Bang World. Gift someone uh, the gift of comedy. You can, uh, there's a get. Gift it link on the front page. Uh, you can easily give a subscription to someone. 
uh, you love or hate. And go to whochartedpod.com and do the same thing. Support this show. Uh, help us get through winter. We, Please. Uh, we sustain ourselves based on your subscriptions. That is the only thing, really, that keeps this alive. So there you go. You so S- sustainable summer, sustainable non-summer. Thank <laughs> you so much. And uh, also uh, check out Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister. You can save money just by listening and check out Drop Day Duel. And we will see you right here next week on Boo Charted. Charted.